we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found within us. If we change ourselves, the tendencies in the world will also change. This paraphrased quote from Mahatma Gandhi is the basis of the program you are about to hear. I'm Dedalian, and this is Shining Stars, a program dedicated to searching out and bringing attention to individuals and organizations that are fostering positive change within our community and within our world. Thank you for joining me on Shining Stars today. Uh, the impact of the pandemic uh, on our economy, it's very clear. Uh, we've got uh, soaring gas prices, uh, overwhelming inflation at, the t- at this time. And while it's not the sole factor to our economic woes, it has definitely been a contribution, a uh, contributing factor rather, uh, especially to those that are losing their home. Uh, so the Ingham County Treasurer's Office, they're making an assertive effort to inform the public about the Michigan Homeowners Assistance Fund. Uh, It's an option available to those who have been directly affected by the pandemic. Uh, And to explain that in a little bit more detail, because this is way outside of my my wheelhouse, uh, joining me in the studio today is Ingham County Treasurer Alan Fox. Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I appreciate you coming in and uh, taking the time to talk about this. Again, I said, like I said, this is outside of my wheelhouse. And when I heard from your office, I was very intrigued to hear a little bit more. And I know there's people out there that are going to want to hear about this. I did a little bit of web research. From what I was seeing, the foreclosures seem to be overwhelming right now. Uh, Are we looking at the same kind of situation, uh, foreclosure crisis that we did like about a decade ago or so? Or or are we doing better this time around? We're doing much better this time. Uh, Mortgage foreclosures have started going up simply because they weren't happening at all during the, the depths of the uh, uh, pandemic. And, and so a lot of those processes got got stopped, and they're still not at the rate that they were in 2008, 2009, 2010. Our office deals with tax foreclosures, which is an entirely different process. Sure. And, and different, uh, although the people in need overlap very heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the... Contrary to what uh, we all might expect under the circumstances, tax foreclosures uh, have been going down for many years and continue to go down through uh, through the pandemic. And uh, we, we've got fewer foreclosures uh, this year than e- either of the past uh, two, three years during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of that is because we've brought resources into the community, uh, federal resources, and the, 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 the MIHAF, Michigan Homeowners Assistance Fund, is one of those. Uh, to help people pay taxes, pay utility bills, pay other homeowner expenses that that they have not been able to cover because of uh, issues having to do with the pandemic. Okay, so we're talking very tax-specific here. Um, And I would imagine that sometimes people don't really know where to go or what to do when they're getting in this situation. Uh, and, And, of course, part of the reason that your office reached out to me is that you're making an outreach effort uh, how and why are you uh, exactly doing this? So the the county treasurer in every county in Michigan is required to try to collect delinquent property taxes. Okay. And, and the the uh, the the final authority that the treasurer has if if taxes aren't paid is to foreclose uh, property. Okay. And and so uh, our thought in our office, and, and this goes back many many years. It's not it's not just since I became treasurer, is that our duty is to collect taxes, not to foreclose on people. And so we. 
have an office with four people. It's our it's our largest unit in the treasurer's office that largely deals with preventing foreclosures, mm-hmm. and and that means getting a hold of the people who might be in danger of foreclosure well ahead of time, finding resources, finding out what the story is. Every everybody has a, a different uh, set of circumstances, and and there's no one size fits all to the sort of relief that uh, that you can bring. In in the end, if if all else fails. Uh, foreclosures do have to take place, and and we we try to restrict them to vacant property that nobody wants, property that that's uh, that's falling apart, right. that, that nobody can support anymore. The, the, there's certainly the image of uh, of county treasurers, you know, kicking grandma out of her house. We don't do that, yeah. and and nobody else in the county that I know does. But it's it's a it's a it's an image that exists there. Sure. Uh, I'm sure we, there's we, a political cartoon somewhere that's there that's are got many that of them, and, 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 and so and so we try to find people the resources, and we have staff devoted uh, to doing that. Okay. What what the federal government did was provide uh, coronavirus relief money because of the economic effects of the pandemic, and those affect people who own their homes in a, in a lot of different ways. As I said, property taxes is what we see, but we know when we see somebody who's having trouble with property taxes. They're having trouble with other issues as well. They're they're not paying utilities, they're they're not uh, uh, paying other fees that they need to pay. These are all tied up uh, together. the 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 my half program is something that the state has created uh, to meet that need and and to and to provide people with a one time grant. Uh, these are not loans, but grants uh, to pay those kinds of expenses related to. Uh, uh, to loss of income or or other problems uh, that were caused by the pandemic. And to be clear, when you said my half, you're talking about it's Michigan Homeowners Assistance Fund, right? That, that, that's correct, and we and we all call right. it my half. That's the abbreviation, and and it's uh, uh, it, it's easier to remember. So so that that's how we uh, promote it. Understood. Uh, and 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 was this specifically? I mean, has this something that's always been around, or was this specifically created for the uh, pandemic situation? Th- this was created by the state of Michigan uh, in response to the pandemic situation, and and because funds were available from the federal government. Uh, mm-hmm. And so this was rolled out uh, the beginning of February, which was later than it should have been rolled out. The, the, the problem had existed for a couple of years, of course. Certainly. And, and in the tax cycle, February is just a few weeks before foreclosures hit. Okay. One of the things we did, uh, and the state has also adopted this as a policy, one of the things we did is we said, if somebody applies for this money, they don't have to have received it yet, but if they apply for it, that all by itself takes them out of the picture of being foreclosed for you. Okay. Okay. And, and, and so we've insisted on that, and we've actually, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, uh, took a case where a property was being foreclosed and reversed the foreclosure because the owner finally got their application in. Uh, I, I've, I've been in office for three months. The second day I was in office, I was knocking on doors of people who had been foreclosed a week earlier and giving them my card and saying, Sign up, fill this out, Please, get a form, yes. get us a number, and, and we and we took uh, nine or ten people out of foreclosure uh, j- just as a result of uh, doing that. Put your rate to work, didn't they? Yeah, they they did, and it was and it was <laughs> raining too. But, you know, it, it, it had to be done. You you never know how best to reach people, and sometimes the only way you can reach people is we send mail, we do phone calls. Sometimes the knock on the door is uh, is what it takes to get people going, and we're we're willing to. And to make that effort, it's important to make that effort. Again, we're not trying to kick people out of their homes. We're trying to keep them in their homes, but we need to 
make sure they take advantage of the resources that are available. What 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 are the what does someone need to qualify for the my half uh, um, program? The, the, the application is an online application. Okay. And like a lot of online applications, the people who design it say, "Well, everybody's got a computer. This will work pretty well. You right. scan this, you do that, you fill out." Not necessarily. You know, and, and and what we discovered pretty quickly were. were a couple things about that. A lot of people did fill it out themselves sure. or, or fill it out with some, some uh, phone assistance. But we discovered two things. One is not everybody has the equipment. For a lot of people, access to the Internet is their phone. And you can technically do it with your phone, but it's a bad idea. It's not going to work very well. Right. And the second is it's like a lot of other processes. You get started on it. You hit a spot where there's a question. You're not sure what the answer is. You need to talk to somebody. And you stop and, and life happens and you don't get back to it. And, and, okay. so we're, and so we're looking for ways of getting people through those barriers. Uh, and we're doing that uh, with, with a couple of local organizations that, uh, that have some background on this. Capillary Housing Partnership, or, or CAP, uh, even before we started getting involved, already had a state contract to be the body that, that assists uh, uh, local people in in applying for these uh, grants, and 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 they are the ones that people call uh, to to uh, to get talked through it. But but even they uh, can't help everybody if if people have those kinds of barriers to computer access or, uh, or or are not willing to sit through it without somebody standing there and saying no, keep you're almost there. Right. That, that encouragement. Right. Very very important. Yeah, and as a part of the effort, from my understanding, uh, you've been doing these uh, sign-up events. I think you already had one. Uh, you've got one taking place this weekend. Probably too late for anybody to get on board for that, but you've still got yet another opportunity coming up. Is that correct? That's right. When, when we started looking at this problem, the, the thing that occurred to us was if you wanted to get people in a place where there's computer equipment, mm -hmm. the libraries of the Capital Area District Library were the place to do that. I mean, that, that's where people who are... Who have low incomes, low resources, mm -hmm. typically go when they need computer access. Certainly, and, and the resources are there, the locations are there. It's a place where we could put people from Capital Area Housing Partnership to talk people through and, and get them through the process. So, so we've got uh, uh, three options scheduled. One has already been held at different branches of the Capital Area District Library to take advantage of the equipment that they have and to have the staff available there to help people through the process. Uh, one of them is uh, Saturday, July 16th at the downtown the library. Which, uh, from 10 when, to 2. When the, with the first airing of this, I think they'd have a little bit of time, but yeah, probably a little bit late for that. But well, you've got well, one coming up in August. Yeah, and, 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 and there's, no re, there's no requirement that you sign up in advance. Walk-ins okay. are accepted. Okay. So, so, so I want to encourage people, if, any, if anybody does hear this and they're you can still head down on, out on the Saturday, door. Yeah. Uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> it. It's 10 to 2, so, and it's a Saturday, and, and I know... People think, wow, nobody's working. I know lots of people who are in financial trouble do work Saturdays mm -hmm, 10 mm -hmm. to 2. So that's, that's, a, that's a good time for some people, not for everyone. On August 1st, uh, we'll be doing the same thing at the Foster uh, Library on uh, uh, North Foster Avenue in Lansing from 3 to 7 p.m. So okay. people who have daytime responsibilities can get there early evening and, and go through the same assistance. And, and so I want to encourage anybody that this is very convenient for people on the east side, the east side of Lansing is a place that has a lot of housing where, where people are struggling to get by. And, and this is uh, an opportunity on August 1st uh, to come to the uh, Foster Library and, uh, and get some help with the 
program, get signed up, and find out what other resources are available because there are other things uh, that, that are other uh, organizations that are trying to help out. No family, no individual has the same story as anyone else. And, no. and, and it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's something that I learned very early when I started working at the treasurer's office is that you have to deal with the entire set of issues that a household faces. Getting the, getting the taxes paid doesn't do any good if, if the, uh, the rest of the circumstances aren't addressed and, and we've got people available and organizations available who can help do that. That certainly makes sense. Uh, to, to make sure that I understand this correctly, the Michigan Homeowners Assistance Fund, my half, is this specifically for a pandemic situation or is it outside that at all, as well? It, there's a requirement that uh, somebody who applies say that they lost income or had unusual expenses because of the pandemic. Okay. That's, that's the qualification okay. that's related to the pandemic. Okay. I don't know if anybody who is in financial difficulty even if they were in financial difficulty for 10 years before the pandemic, who can't say that, that the pandemic somehow has affected them. Affect them somehow. So, Certainly. So, so that's a requirement because it is coronavirus relief money from the federal government. Okay. That's a requirement that they do that. Uh, and, and the eligibility is actually much broader than other homeowner assistance programs. People who live in trailer parks mm-hmm. can qualify. People who are paying taxes uh, but are on a land contract mm. can qualify. Uh, there may be some additional hoops to jump through. That's why it helps to have the people uh, there to, to explain it. But, but there, there's no requirement that a person uh, necessarily have a, a, a deed to the property that's helpful. That's the usual circumstance. Mm-hmm. But there are other forms of ownership that are recognized by the state as, uh, as making someone eligible. And, and, and again, it's, it's not just uh, property taxes. Uh, that can be covered for this. Uh, a particular household is eligible for up to $25,000 in assistance, and that can include uh, utility internet access payments that, okay. that's regarded as critical, uh, payments on land contracts or mortgages, a, a homeowner's uh, association fees if somebody's in a, in a condominium, mm-hmm. and homeowner's insurance, which, which is something that people also fall behind on very quickly when they're in financial trouble. Okay, very good. Uh, most of our conversation today, of course, is revolved around foreclosure. And you and I chatted a little bit prior, previous to the interview. Uh, but I, uh, until today, really just did not have an understanding of the difference between foreclosure and forfeiture. Uh, can you explain the difference between those versus the other? And then uh, you've got an event on the way to kind of help out with that as well. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So, so all the terminology we have to use is in state law, and so we're, we're kind of stuck with what the legislature has termed things. Uh, so, so the starting process of property taxes is, is that in July and December of each year, the city or township sends out a tax bill. Okay. And those have to be paid. There are a bunch of different deadlines, but, but for our purposes, the, the real deadline is the following March 1st. Very good. March 1st, if they're not paid, they are turned delinquent, and that's where the okay. county steps in. Uh, the, the first year uh, that the taxes aren't paid and they're, and they're due to the county instead of the city or township, they're delinquent. In the second year, so beginning the March 1st, the second year after something is turned delinquent, they go into what's called forfeiture. Forfeiture for the homeowner is not a loss of the property, but it means that the county has to start the process of, of taking the property. 
Okay. Uh, do the research, do the title searches, and impose all sorts of fees on people because we're doing all these things. Those are required by state law. We're, we're stuck with them. The interest rate goes up, and we're stuck with that, too. Nothing we can do about that. Okay. Another year goes by, actually another 13 months goes by, and that's the point at which foreclosure can occur uh, if the taxes aren't paid. There, the treasurer does have some discretion, and the discretion is limited to withholding a property from foreclosure. Mm -hmm. We can't cut the, the fees. We can't cut the interest rates. We can keep something out of foreclosure, and, and the treasurer has a lot of leeway on what to uh, on how that's uh, treated we tend to try to do that uh whenever somebody's making a good faith attempt when whenever a property is owner occupied family members are there and and we don't want to kick people out on the street and they're and they're making an effort mm -hmm. the the what what's happening in in order to keep that from coming into play we want to get people help and support and and find out what's going on from them as early as possible in the process. And so the resource fair uh, this September is directed at people who are already in the second year of uh, of delinquent taxes. They're already in forfeiture, so so that means they owe not just the uh, the 2021 taxes, uh, but the 2020 taxes as well. So they're in danger of going into foreclosure in six months later, in, in March of 2023. Mm -hmm. we, we've got legally, we're required to do all sorts of things in that last month, the last two months before March 31st, 2023. And that's not enough time to get people help when they need it. Okay. Uh, and, and so what, what Ingham County has pioneered, and I don't think any other county does that, is something that, that, that we call a resource fair, and, and we, we actually call it a pre-publication uh, hearing. It's not a judicial hearing. Frankly, we make it look like one, so it gets people's attention and gets them in the door. And we have there a whole host of resources, people in the community who have dealt with foreclosure issues from all the different angles and can provide the particular assistance that a particular person needs. This includes the Case Credit Union, which will uh, make uh, home equity loans to people who uh, owe taxes and are otherwise qualified to, to, to get loans. It includes Capital Area Community Services, which does uh, what they call financial literacy training, where, where they work people through budgeting, coping with all the other financial issues that are involved. We have uh, legal services there. We're running into an increasing number of situations where the problem is that the recorded owner of the property has passed away and the heirs to the property don't haven't done the proper paperwork and need okay. some help and so we find that that sort of help lots of other uh, options um you mentioned something real briefly in there that i kind of wanted to expand on mm -hmm. of course you're ingham county but these are this is an option for anybody anywhere a lot of the stuff we're talking about right not necessarily that these sign up events but um, somebody in Eaton County, per se, um, would be able to reach out to their treasurer and say, hey, I need assistance, correct? That, that's correct. And, that, and that's actually the a, a first thing I should have emphasized before talking about the events. And this is common to every treasurer in the state. Okay. If you're in trouble on taxes, on property taxes, call the county treasurer. Talk okay. to somebody. All of us have people who are working on this. In Ingham County, we, we have a, a larger office than most. We're a larger county than most. Okay. But, but every county treasurer in the state has the same commitment to keeping people out of foreclosure, to finding resources. A lot of the organizations we deal with are regional organizations. 
so that although we put on events and, and get them there, they're also serving people outside of Ingham County. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, our, our library program, uh, the first one we did was uh, uh, not that far from Waverly Road, and one person came in from Eaton County, and that was fine. We were Excellent. very happy to help them out. That is great uh, to hear. And, and, yeah. and, uh, and Capillary Housing Partnership is, is working with people, I think, in a four-county region. So, so yeah, all, all the local organizations are not specific to Ingham County, uh, and anybody in, in, in Eaton or Clinton County uh, or any other county in the area should call the county treasurer's office, find out who to talk to, find out what the resources are, uh, and, and they'll get assistance. Very good. Uh, attending the events, not necessarily possible for everybody. Uh, so where, where would people go to find more information, resources, uh, on the things that we've been talking about, uh, your community partners, websites, anything like that? Well, uh, look at the Ingham County Treasurer's website. We have some of the resources there. Call us. We're at five one seven six seven six seven two two zero. We have four people on staff who do nothing but foreclosure prevention and foreclosure related work. But anybody who answers the phone can at least get somebody started and get them pointed in the right direction. Everybody on our staff uh, deals with these issues, can answer basic questions, uh, and and it's our highest priority uh, in the office to help people out. Make, make sure that we've got the contact, make sure that we've got somebody to talk to to, to keep them out of foreclosure. The, earl- the earlier you call, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, resources are available. Uh, explanation of the process is available because the process is complicated and has terminology that nobody understands. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the whole forfeiture versus foreclosure one is a, is a stumper for a lot of people. Uh, Good. I'm glad, all, glad to know I'm not in, you know, <laughs> alone. Get that, get that all the time. And, and uh, uh, and so everybody on our staff is prepared to at least get started with somebody on, on helping out with the issues and then refer them to, to an appropriate person. Very good. And anybody listening to the broadcast portion of this on the uh, podcast, I will have a lot of the information that Alan laid out available for you on the uh, podcast as well. I think we covered just about everything. Was there anything that we missed? No, the, 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 the critical thing is if, if you have difficulty with paying property taxes, Call, get help, wherever you are in the state. Call, get help. The help is there. Uh, I, I've gone to county treasurers' conferences. There are county treasurers with a wide variety of political beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, and it's astonishing that all 83 of the county treasurers have the same belief in keeping people out of foreclosure. Very good. We, we don't want people's property. We don't gain any benefit from no. it. It, it. The community is much better off if people who own the property, stay there, and can improve their financial circumstances. Essentially, the treasurer's office is nothing to fear. <laughs> it, it, it is not. And, and, and unfortunately, we're put in the position where we're the ones sending out I know. The, the creepy notices. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, but call us. You use, use a notice as a reason to call us. The phone number's on the notice. Uh, get a hold of us, and, and we'll do everything we can to keep you in your home. Very good. Uh, you know, our conversation was a little bit different than what I normally do here on uh, Shining Stars. It was more straightforward, informational. I knew that. Uh, but that does not uh, give you the opportunity of, of, of leaving without answering the conceptual question for Shining Stars. Here's your question today, Alan. If you had the ability to snap your fingers and put one thought in the collective consciousness of the entire human race at the same time, what would that thought be? Well, everything that we're doing doesn't matter very much if we don't have a planet uh, to live on. Uh, Housing is important. Housing is important, but housing the entire world is important too. And and so 
I think everybody needs to be concerned about climate change. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to make all the good that everybody does, and it's not just what we do. It's what a, a thousand organizations in the area do for various purposes. None of that's going to matter if, if we don't uh, start cooling the planet down and, and look that far ahead and, and, and make that work. All right. Very good. I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you. So we're definitely on the same page with that. Alan, thank you very much for coming in and talk with me today. Thank you for for letting me reach your listeners and uh, appreciate the time. Remember, we can all contribute something good to this world, no matter how big or small. A simple smile, a friendly gesture. That's all it takes to expand the power of positivity one inch further. I encourage you to find your shining star within by being the change you want to see. Thanks so much for listening to Shining Stars and, of course, sharing your time with me today. I'm Dedalian, and you can listen to this episode of Shining Stars On Demand along with other LCC Connect programs at lccconnect.org. 